The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola with us, as always, on a Wednesday night. Thank you, Wendy, for coming through. And it's all about the KZN flood. Some 40,000 people, Ferial Hafaji told me on social media today, are still sleeping in halls and in community centers, displaced, waiting for government aid. And then, of course, there is a, a huge amount of damage as a result of the flood, and there'll be lots of insurance claims. Are those being adequately attended to? Well, I'm quite sure, Bruce, hello, that in many cases they are. But remember, I only hear from people when they feel that they've been hard done by by companies. And I did predict um, that I would be getting quite a few emails from people whose claims had been repudiated either completely or um, partly. And I anticipated this. I anticipated the problem being landslip. In fact, I can't take credit for that. One of my editors um, asked me in the days following the flood, um, I know that not all these homeowners' policies have coverage for landslip, you know, having watched those horrendous videos of properties being washed away in part or or completely. Um, So what are we looking at here? So I asked a few people in the industry, and I got some reassuring responses around that. Christelle Coleman, who's CEO of Amishua, underwriters on behalf of Constantia Insurance, she said there was a very vast difference between the Mossel Bay-type landslip, which was a gradual subsidence uh, issue, uh, homes being built on dicey sloped, et cetera, and eventually gravity taking hold, and what we had in KZN, which was a once-in-every-50-to-60-year type storm that caused you know, very widespread, severe devastation. And she said the concept of proximate cause comes into play here. The cause having the most significant impact in bringing about the loss under a first-party property insurance policy when two or more independent perils operate at the same time uh, to produce a loss. In other words, what was the biggest cause? Are you with me, Bruce? I I think I'm keeping track. Um, I'm watching you, watching me, watching you, watching me. That's how far I've got. You know why? So the line went all funny and sort of completely oh, dead, and I thought that uh, I thought you were just testing me. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't talking to myself. Anyway, so here's the case study: Nick, who lives in Queensborough, just outside Durban, slightly, slightly south, one of the badly hit areas. He lives in this house, three-bedroom home, with his wife and two children. They have a pool, and then a bank. The, the garden sloped down to a little stream uh, at the bottom. And they woke up on that morning, um, well, it was the night of the 11th, 12th, early hours of the 12th of April to the sound. You can just imagine what it must have sounded like of almost the entire bank just collapsing down into the stream, which had become a raging river at the bottom of the property. Um, uh, it left his garden, I was reading the, the uh, engineer's report, a scar of 12 meters wide, 20 meters long and one and a half meters deep. So that's... Can just if you can imagine those dimensions, the pictures are horrific. He wrote to me last week, did Nick, to say that his homeowner's insurer, uh, SA Home Loans Insurance, um, they have said that they um, are willing to pay um, the cost of um, paving and um, restoring the paving around his pool and replacing nine meters of the fence that got washed away at the bottom of his property. But the main damage, the collapse of that bank, which he estimates is between 100 and 200,000 rands worth of work, he needs to pay for. And unless he does that, obviously, the other work that they are willing to pay for, which is about 16,000, uh, can't happen. But the repudiation letter didn't give any reasons at all 
for not settling the bank claim. And I thought, uh, yeah, the bank as in the physical bank (laughs) and its property. Um, So, yeah, they just said you are required to rectify the damage to your property and to provide documented proof in respect of such rectification to us. So, as I said in my media query to the insurer, this building or homeowner's insurance policy is designed to cover such damage caused by flooding, fire. Floods and storms are, yeah. and fire are the big ones. Um, and and that, that April 11, 12 storm, they're saying the worst in 50, 60 years. I heard you talking about that in, the previous, in a previous interview about these extraordinary events. Once yeah. in a, what did you say? Once in a well, Once in a hundred years, but we, we're um, getting a hundred different events yeah. happening once in a hundred years in quick succession. And exactly. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, and look, you do feel a bit sorry for the insurers. But anyway, I say to this particular one, I would appreciate you detailing the cause of this, um, the the clause in the, telling me which clause makes provision for the decision, on what grounds is the major portion of this claim being rejected. Um, First, SA Home Loan said, well, they can't, the Poppy app says they can't talk to me. That's another story. (laughs) But eventually, they said they would would get Nick's express permission first. and today they sent Nick very detailed reasons for the repudiation. So uh, based on an engineer's report, at least he has that, as I say, very detailed. I was expecting something along the lines of the usual exclusion in these policies, policies which is, you know, it wasn't the storm or the flood or the, it was gradual deterioration, lack of maintenance, wear and tear and defective design uh, in your construction problems with the construction or workmanship, right? So in other words, it was because of that that the wall collapsed or because of that that your bank collapsed. But they didn't. They say the cause of the collapse was landslip, which is not covered in the policies. It goes back to what that editor was worried about. Um, The report says a vast amount of stormwater runoff from the general area around the insured's property from the rains made its way to the stream below and the property, below the property, raising the water level in the stream well above normal flow levels, the height of the water coupled with a strong flow eventually scoured and eroded the toe of the bank below the property. The loss of lateral support from the eroded toe that's obviously some we can picture what happened here, Wendy, but surely that's what this mm. sort of insurance is for. It is when the land slips from underneath your property, which it shouldn't do, yes. but under extreme circumstances might, you would hope to be covered for that. Exactly. So the report says had the water level, they even say it, had the water level not driven to abnormally high flow levels, it would not have eroded the toe of the bank and land slip would not Obviously. have occurred. It is in yes. our opinion, therefore, that the proximate cause was landslip. And I'm saying that the proximate <sighs> cause, landslip was caused by an extraordinary, extraordinary, unbelievably devastated, devastating exactly. flood. Do you remember, Bruce, when we were talking about business interruption claims? And the whole crux of that whole drama was that the insurance argued, the insurance companies argued that the losses were not caused by a contagious disease because, of course, some of those policies included contagious disease as one of the insurance events. No, no, no. It was caused by government lockdown. Yes. But, of course, those were caused <laughs> by the pandemic, which is a contagious disease. So, anyway, I will be advising Nick to lodge a complaint with the insurer's internal ombud and, if Good. necessary, the ombudsman for short-term insurers, which, incidentally, released its um, annual report for 2021 just yesterday, jointly with the long-term insurance ombudsman, which created a report of 90 pages long, took up most of my day wading through that. But in that report, um, the ombudsman says 
talks about homeowners insurance a lot and says we've got climate change, you know, this is going to become more and more of a thing. So last year, 50% of all its complaints um, around homeowners insurance involved a dispute relating to a claim for damage caused by an act of nature, right, which was rejected on, on grounds such as gradual deterioration, lack of maintenance, wear and tear, defective design. None of those things applied here, right? They're saying the water of the stream rose yeah. and undermined the bank and so it's very strange. And here's what, I, what, what is important for Nick to know. This is what the Ombud has said. Where it is not in dispute that an insured event has occurred, in other words, a storm, and an insurer rejects the claim on an exclusion, e.g. landslip, then the insurer must substantially prove that the proximate cause of the damage was the exclusion it relied on. And I think it would be quite hard uh, for, for anyone to argue that that extraordinary storm didn't cause undermine the thing the bank and cause this landslip so to be continued bruce we're out of time i did have a better better um luck with another case involving absent insurance where after my my query they said okay we've had another look at the pictures and yeah okay we will pay for some of the repairs but not all because that woman had cracked tiles on her roof so the bottom line is please 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 get your house checked out get one of the assessors in it costs about 3,000 rand for a standard three-bedroom home. Spend money on that rather than an air fryer or whatever gadget is, is making your heart uh, happy. And um, please, because they will send an assessor in, will find all the things that um, an insurance assessor will find and use to repudiate a claim or at least not to settle it in full. So that's a big learning out of the KZN floods sure. to get our own houses in order as, in terms yeah. of our coverage and, and the condition of our homes. We we really need to get – I wish there was such a thing as absolute clarity with insurance, and I'm afraid there probably isn't. But a huge amount of pressure on, on homeowners and policyholders to be crystal clear as to what you've agreed to. Because when it comes down to pedantic language and finding ways to not pay insurance claims, I'm afraid insurance companies at the moment are not covering themselves in glory. When it comes to that. Thank you, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja.